Hey Oasis, welcome to night one of This Is Still Good News, a seven day journey of exploring faith in Jesus. And I think this is going to be a powerful time. This week is Passover, Sunday, which was yesterday, Palm Sunday, and this coming Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, is the week called Passover. And it's a profound time in Scripture. Exodus 12 is when God passed over his people and stopped a plague. If you've been watching the news like me, you've been receiving a lot of bad news. As a matter of fact, it's projected this week that our nation will receive maybe some of the worst news it's received ever. And I really believe we need to hear the gospel message, the good news in the midst of everything that is going on. The fact that Jesus came, he lived, he died, he was resurrected for you and I. This is still good news. And so I want you to join us every single night this week at 7.30 as we unpack a little bit of the story of this great gospel message that we call the good news. Tonight we're going to be talking about sin. I'm not going to spend too much time, but there's going to be some questions that you can go over with on your own to really take this message into your heart. Tonight I'm going to be talking about sin, and I want to make sure that you watch every single night because I would hate for you to hear the message on sin and not hear about forgiveness, not hear about grace, not hear about the power of the Holy Spirit, and some of the other subjects we're going to be going over this week. So make sure you tune in every single night at 7.30. And by the way, read Genesis chapter 1 through chapter 3 because I want you to get some, some thoughts and some revelation on your own. But I'm going to open up in Genesis chapter 3. And if you read Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the beginnings, God created the heavens and the earth. He spent six days on the environment that he was going to put mankind in. And he said this really profound, cool thing. Let us make man in our image that they may be like us. You were designed to be like God. You weren't designed to have anxiety. You weren't designed to have fear. You weren't designed to have guilt. You were not designed to have shame. If you are feeling any of those emotions, you are operating differently than how God designed you. And anything that is operating differently than how it's been designed needs to go back to its creator and get fixed up. And that's what the gospel message is about, that you would live like you were designed to live, that you would be who you are designed to be by God. God is your designer. And it says that he made us in his image. And then Genesis chapter 3 um, is where it went left, to use uh, that phrase. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 says, The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. The devil went through the serpent. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and she ate it. Then she gave some to her husband. Come on, girl, what are you doing? who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were open, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. 
When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you been eating from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why, that's why I ate it. Deception means that the enemy told her something that seemed like the truth and she said, that's why I ate it. I just wanna give you a couple of thoughts that I believe is gonna help you. One of those thoughts is that sin was created when the enemy through the serpent came in the garden and questioned God's goodness. He told Eve, God just knows that you'll be like him when God had already said, let us make man in our image. And the one thing that I believe is the biggest gateway to sin is when the enemy makes you question God's goodness. I want you to write this down. A question about God's goodness can lead us to considering the devil's answer. Ooh, I'm gonna say that again. A question about God's goodness can lead us to considering the devil's answer. Another thing I want you to know about sin is that the enemy came in in Genesis 3 verses 4 through 5 and told them, you won't die. God knows that your eyes will be open as you eat it and you'll be like God. It'll be amazing. It'll be awesome. You'll be free to know the things that God knows. I want you to write this down as well. The devil has designed slavery to sin to feel like freedom. He wants to make you feel like you are free when you are enslaved. Doing whatever you want is not freedom. Doing whatever you want in a spiritual context is slavery. You gotta catch this. Romans 1.28 says this. This is what God said. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking, and catch this, and let them do things that should never be done. God's punishment for people was letting them do whatever they want. God's punishment was removing the boundaries. God's punishment was letting you do you, boo-boo. That's what it says in the SBV, the San Bernardino version. God let you do you, boo-boo. That's what he did. Be doing whatever you want is punishment, not freedom. Then in Genesis 3, verses 6 through 7, the Bible says the woman was convinced. She thought the fruit looked fire. It was delicious. And, and I want you to catch this about sin. Sin is being controlled by the pleasure it provides while being unaware of the purpose it's destroying. Sin is being controlled by the pleasure it provides while being unaware of the purpose it is destroying. Here's the thing. God created us, created Adam and Eve to never sin, to walk in the fullness of relationship with him. And when Adam and Eve did that, now we're, we, we have now inbred, born into sin. We naturally do things as we grow that are wrong. And Romans 5.20 says this, that God's law, these boundaries were given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But get this beautiful thing. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. I want you to remember 
If you are unaware of the consequences of sin, you will be unaware of the benefits of grace. In the garden, Adam and Eve thought sin was awesome. And the devil designed slavery to sin to feel like freedom. They questioned God's goodness and they ended up considering the devil's answer. The fruit looked delicious. They were controlled by the pleasure while being unaware of the purpose it was destroying. But then God in the Bible, this is a beautiful thing. I hope you read Genesis chapter three. The Bible says that God sewed animal skins when they felt ashamed. He sewed them up and he covered their shame. And they were aware of the consequences of their sin, but they were also aware of the benefits of grace. And so if you're watching this right now, you might feel like, yes, I've made some mistakes, but I'm telling you, yes, sin has consequences. But the Bible says, yeah, we can be aware of the consequences of our sin, but we should also be aware of the benefits of grace. Our God is gracious. You're gonna hear about this all week long. And so right after this is done, there's gonna be some questions that are gonna pop up on the screen. And I want you to seriously go over and pray over those questions. And if you're like me and you have sin, which means you just come up short, I want you to say this prayer. Jesus, I know I sin. I know I make mistakes. Would you reveal your grace to me tonight? in my home. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you so much. Can't wait to see you online tomorrow night at 7.30. This is still good news. See you soon.